This time on the Brunswick Buzz, we're meeting with Teens to Trails. We have Alicia Hayburn, Executive Director from the Teens to Trails, and Sam Andrews, Outdoor Program Manager. Welcome. I'm really excited to have you both here today. Thanks so much. Good morning. So we're going to do some uh, overview of Teens to Trails. And I've been looking at, you know, I looked at your information recently, and there's a founding story, the backstory, how it all started, or would love to just start off our conversation today with that, giving our listeners an overview of, you know, who you are. Absolutely. Sure. I'd be happy to share the founding story for Teens to Trails and, and then let Sam share her story of how she came to love the outdoors. We are an example of good things happening from bad things. There was a tragedy, and it began with with tragedy, um, the death of a 15-year-old girl who loved to be outside. And her parents, this was a a Wiscasset family, her parents were obviously just devastated by this. And it's easy to let tragedy, despair, and grief knock you out and knock you down and and make life feel flat. Mm -hmm. And they had some great friends who who literally just said, you got to get your life back. You have to get your energy and you have to turn this tragedy into something positive. And so because of that, they honored the memory of their daughter, a teenager Mm -hmm. who loved the outdoors by helping more kids get outdoors. And that was the founding of Teens to Trails, Wiscasset High School in a partnership with the Chewankee Foundation to have a scholarship named in honor of this girl, Sarah Leone, Mm -hmm. to, to get students in the outdoors through Chuanke's Wilderness Programs. And that was 2006. And now we have been working with not only high schools, that was our focus, right? Because of the memory of Sarah. Uh, in 2021, we started working with middle schools. So any high school or middle school in the state of Maine, we would love to introduce them to what Teens to Trails can offer. Awesome. Will you, um, Alicia, will you share your story my story? story like Why do you, I love yeah, the outdoors? Yeah, Why I mean, do I want to great, work with Teens to Trails? Maine, it's an outdoor state, right? And all that. And I, I'm passionate about the outdoors as well. But I'd love to hear just briefly your story. Sure. Well, my, my story is definitely threaded with wonderful outdoor experiences. And it's, and it's grounded in a particular place. A love of a particular place that's close to here. It's in Harpswell. Cool. It's um, a relatively undisturbed place. And the, the antithesis of that, the opposite, it has disturbed me in the most positive, positive way, the impact that this natural, wild, rugged, kind of poison ivy, <laughs> a little bit scraggly place has had on my life is, prof- is profound. And it has led me to a career in land conservation. And through wanting to protect places, you can't just say like, ah, oh, I believe that land should be protected forever and that we should... Pre- prevent human activity or human development without really learning how to love a place. And how do you learn to love a place? It's by playing in a place. It's by having positive experiences in a place. And so honestly, my work with with Teens to Trails is really rewarding because we see the impact just in one experience that a student has outside. But the end game for me is to allow students to have positive connections with nature, to learn to love the planet they live on and want to protect it. Sam, will you share your story and how you, you know, became involved and anything you want to share, you know, your backstory? Yeah, absolutely. I grew up going outdoors and every time my mom would pull me outside because I was having a 
a tantrum and she was just like, let's go outside and, and walk it off. And so that kind of started my love and I didn't realize it because I hated bugs and I <laughs> didn't want to go paddling and I didn't want to hike up the mountain because I just was yeah. a kid and didn't understand. And, um, and then I grew up and was starting to work outdoors and realizing how much I loved sharing, spending time outside with other people and giving them that experience. And so I started guiding in 2018 and I started guiding sea kayaking trips okay. and hiking trips and I just fell in love with it. And so when I found Teens to Trails, I was like, this is the best job for me. <laughs> um, something that's year round that is more impactful than just taking out tourists on trips and actually giving back to Maine students and the Maine community. And I've just fallen in love with Maine and the people who live here. That's awesome. We'll get back to it. I'd like to hear more about your role as the outdoor program manager. Sure. So our mission statement is to connect Maine students to life-changing outdoor experiences. The outdoors is obvious. Experience, you can define that in many, many different ways. Mm -hmm. Life-changing is an enigma. Like We don't really know in the moment that something is going to change your life. I think back to myself. I had a, a sixth grade school field trip to a Maine summer camp, and we had a couple of nights there. And one of the, the leaders of our group took us on like an edible plant walk. Wow. And I remember we picked a, um, I don't know what it's called, like a, not the flower, but the big fruiting body of a sumac. These furry stalks and this yeah. red fuzzy looking yeah. thing. And we brought it back and we made the most delicious tea from it. In the moment, would that teacher have known that he was providing a memory that was going to last me 50 years? Absolutely not. So to provide as many experiences outside, we know that some of them are really going to stick and carry, carry through a life. And so we, we, have, we have a very loose formula, you know, as opposed to a rigid curriculum and learning standards, for example. Mm -hmm. At Teens to Trails, we are grounded in play, and we say any way you want to do it is a good way. And there's three methods that we use to help connect students to the outdoors. The first is what we've done from the beginning is start an outdoor club. And I mentioned that we, we really have our, our history in high schools, yeah. but the pandemic brought us an opportunity to work with middle schools. Could you just pause and tell us what's an outdoor club even is? What yeah. Because I think that's, when I look at the, that's part of the heart of what you do. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. And that's a really great foundational question. So an outdoor club is a co-curricular experience. Okay. And, and I, I actually used to call it an extracurricular. And frankly, that felt a little downgraded. And mm -hmm. I, I came to somebody here at the Brunswick School District office and was talking about what Teenster Trails does. And she stopped me right away and said, you are co-curricular. Every opportunity to build social connection, social and emotional learning, um, resilience building and hard skills that translate into careers. That is a co-curricular. Um, so I really appreciate that. But it is not within the school day. It is a club that costs nothing to join. You need no prior experience. You need no equipment. You just need a little bit of curiosity to walk to the door of the teacher who would be the advisor of the club and say, you know, what are you doing? I want to be part of this. And 
um, we have many suggestions, many tools, and trainings, and even money that we give the schools to run these clubs, but it's really up to that teacher to make it the flavor that, that suits them. Mm. Like Sam said, she's a, a sea kayaking guide. Maybe that's a skill that a teacher would have and they would feel comfortable and have the certifications to take students out on water. Others find hiking to be their niche. Some, some of our teacher leaders are fishermen and, and are professional guides and they oh, wow. take their kids out, out fishing. But the, the premise is to create a community that is supportive, connected, curious and playful mm -hmm. and be together outside that's awesome um can you talk about my uh, follow-up there is um co-curricular anyone can join the club inclusive group yeah. i mean that's really important here in brunswick we, we're our foundational belief we're about ready to launch our new strategic plan and um, part of that is our diversity equity inclusion and belonging and the word belonging really you know is at the forefront for us. So I'd love to hear a little bit about what that means to you and what it means to teams. To yeah, play. we are definitely thinking about all of those things as well and how to kind of start those conversations with our teachers who are bringing these students in and um, with open arms that anybody can come and participate. And as Alicia was just saying, the activities that these clubs are doing can be anywhere from just going out to the back of the school grounds mm -hmm. to going on an overnight trip and camping um, to maybe something a little bit more intense like a hike up a mountain or um, sea kayaking. So there's such a wide range of things that these clubs are doing that it makes it more accessible for any student to be able to attend. That's awesome. And, and it's also not a competitive atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So a lot mm -hmm. of our students are in sports or have a job after school but they go to outdoor club because they want to go and play and be around other people that like to be outside too and it's kind of a place of that belonging because they're like oh we all have something in common we like to go outside maybe this is a well, segue to how many clubs do you currently have in the state um well it resets every year yeah. we, you know okay. we don't call it a membership we you ask don't. schools to okay. register with us okay. it's 50 bucks for the year okay. um but yeah, what yeah. that's Reasonable. Right? We're, right? we're a damn good deal, honestly. Yeah. Darn good deal. Excuse yeah. me there. Yeah. Um, so what that gets you yeah. is opportunities for our grants okay. to sign up for the overnight trips that we curate. We do all the planning. You just show up. Access to win trips with partners. Um, the ability to get all the camping gear that you might need for free. Oh, I mean, it's a, it's a tremendous benefit. But the... Um, the challenge, our biggest limiting factor, is time. And the advisors who lead these clubs, their primary job is to be a teacher. We have many science teachers who lead the clubs. We have a good number of PE teachers. We have art teachers. I think we really span a whole, whole spectrum. Um, we have guidance counselors who are wonderful club leaders as well. But I'd like to circle back to the, your interest in the diversity of who mm -hmm. attends, okay. yeah. because although we have worked hard to reduce the obvious barriers, you need no prior experience, you need no equipment, mm -hmm. you need pay no fee to join the club, you still have to have the courage or the curiosity to show up mm -hmm. and say, what are you guys doing? I wanna learn about that. Mm -hmm. and, and that can be a limiting factor. And so, 
if you don't already have experience in the outdoors, you might not know what you're missing and not be inclined to go and seek it out. And our teachers are just as committed and, and desirous as we are in diversifying the kids who join the outdoor club. And so we've been asking some very pointed questions about that. What do you currently do to increase diversity and what would you like to do? And that question about what would you like to do is just where Sam comes in because her primary job is working with every advisor. And last year it was 68 different teachers. Oh, wow. so um, 68, yeah, we had 68 schools in the network last year. Yeah. We had uh, 84 right in the height of the pandemic. And I'd, I'd love to talk to you more about that. But we are here to serve the teacher, knowing that the teacher is serving the students. And one of the, the ways that they um, are interested, in, and we're really gonna promote that this year, is that there's a strong interest in affinity groups. People like to go where they feel mm -hmm. a sense of belonging, as mm -hmm. you emphasized, and, and it can be intimidating to go into a new place. But could the outdoor club partner with another group? Mm -hmm. And together they take a trip. And yes. that's building oh, that's important exciting. social what connection within the school. It's not asking people to cross boundaries that might be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. stay within a group of familiarity but are doing a brand new experience together. And that have you have you had success with that previously in other places? We only have two experiences like that with before. That. It's really but it, intriguing. But it, it's going to be the theme though. this year, yeah, okay, right? Because okay. we're all I can't say struggling. We're all so committed to increasing diversity, and it's challenging. Yeah. And so instead of asking like, "Hey, you all come to us," this is an opportunity for the outdoor club to go to another community and say. Yeah. What, what's your objective? And, and every, every club, every group is there to, to build social connection, to yeah. create a sense of togetherness. And to do that, yeah, that's really powerful. When you're that's really powerful. What, if I'm a teacher, though, and you, we just talked about this, be stepping, I'm going to use the word comfort zone, but yeah. I, you know, I, I love the outdoors. Maybe I do some hiking on my own with my family, my partners, whatever. How, how do you support the teacher? How do you, what are a couple, two or three things that you do to support a teacher? And because I think that's important. I'm hopeful that our listeners are going to be like, oh, I'll give it a try. But, you know, what's the catch? Sounds like there's no money catch. I mean, it's pretty minimal. If I understand it, when I look at the, the, their supplies and support and all that. But what's the, what can you do to offer to a teacher that's, uh, you know, interested? Yeah, definitely. We have lots of different things that we do to support and I think a big one is giving them the resources they need to have a successful school year and okay. getting their students outdoors. And that looks like many different things. We have training, so wilderness first aid classes that they can take that will teach them first aid so that they're comfortable taking a group out into backcountry settings. Um, we have an ed educator trip leader, educational trip leader permit okay. that is new to the state of Maine and that's something that um, we've been promoting trainings for throughout the school year. And then on the Teens to Trail side, um, we have a great resource on our website that's the Club Hub, and it kind of breaks it down very simply. So how to start an outdoor club, how to fundraise for your outdoor club, how to trip plan. Um, and then we have lists of different contacts for different people that might be able to offer services like guiding or uh, gear rentals. And so we've really put a lot of time in building those resources 
for the teachers so that they know where to go and look. Mm -hmm. And it just helps kind of empower them to take it upon themselves to build this experience to take this, the students outside because it, it takes a lot of gumption and courage to to do that. And especially if you're going from your own personal trips to them being a outdoor leader. Right. That's a, a people have careers in that. Right, right, yeah. Right, yeah. So I, I definitely see that amongst our teachers and some of them are very qualified and, and certified actually to take students out. Right. And others are like, I just know this is important for my students, so I'm gonna do it. And I need to lean on Teens to Trails a little bit more. I'm hearing what I heard before though is if I'm a new if I'm a teacher interested in doing this, you know, you don't have to your first trip's not gonna probably be Climbing Katahdin. Please no. Right? Yeah. <laughs> We've mean, heard it we though. We've that, heard right? it. <laughs> you just... probably have. But I mean, but just you, I think, Sam, I think I heard you say that, you know, in the, the grounds of the school or a trail in your community, that alone will open doors for young adults and for everyone. So I think, I, right, am I correct? Absolutely. Right? Your first, yeah. you know, try it out. Maybe, you know, obviously less is more in this case, meaning try something. You know that you're you know eat one eat the elephant one bite at a time or whatever one step at a time <laughs> we don't need any elephants but i get you. Yeah, you know and you know what there's the power of awe is really good yeah. for our health and yeah. something free and amazing that happens at least once a month is the rising moon ah the so full yeah. moon mm. is so special and that is a simple trip to take mm -hmm. you could go right out in the schoolyard another point. wonderful yeah. thing and we're surprised at how few students have actually done this is the other end of the day we go on a sunrise hike oh okay yeah perfect yeah it's spectacular to see jaws drop as the sun rises and i had Many one girl who Never just looked at me right. and she said yes she said does this happen every day wow, wow. Mm -hmm. yes mm -hmm. i mean and granted we were at acadia national park looking at the sun rise over the ocean it was an exceptional setting but that sense of awe and connection to yeah. the natural systems that are all around us, but invisible at the same time, is, is really awesome. inspiring. So it sounds like there's a ton of support for, for a new teacher or any teacher, but if you're new and thinking about this, opportunity for that, from support and how to do it, gear, but I'm looking at you know resource list, I'm looking on that page that you just said, that looks like a very informative page. There's a couple other details on that particular on that, page. Yeah. And, and I just want to reiterate that this is not behind a paywall. Anyone can go onto ask, the, like, how do they the get club. To you? How did, so how do, let's talk about that. So we're going to talk about other resources, but how do they get to you? What's your Teens, Teens2Trails.org. Samantha okay. at Teens2Trails.org directly. Okay. Um, the, the form to sign up to be part of the Teens to Trails network is right online. And as we said, it's 50 bucks for any middle or high school. And in that that sense of community that we want to foster within the club members is just what we want to foster on a statewide level with our teachers. So Sam talks a lot about be part of the Teens to Trails network or be a member of the Teens to Trails communities. And our first program of the year, which we really try to delicately thread all of the busyness of the start of the school year while not missing a beat, mm -hmm. right? We want to create some habits right off the bat. So on the September 22nd, is our outdoor club leadership conference. I wanted to talk about yep. that. That's a perfect segue. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, talk about that. So. Well, professional development day, and I really hope that every school district will support the teachers who asked to go for mm -hmm. this and allow it to count as a professional development experience. Um, it's a full day, and this year we're adding an optional overnight, so if any teachers 
want to come in Thursday night and sit around the campfire with us. We're at the YMCA camp of Maine and Winthrop. with all the cabins that are comfortable for overnight. And then it's a full day of sharing and learning. Um, there's hard skills like canoeing. A lot of schools want to offer canoeing and we can hook them up with guides and the equipment to do that. But the teachers need a certain level of competency themselves, um, as well as the soft skills, risk management, DEI and inclusion in the outdoors, and then some um, sort of administrative skills, like how do you fundraise? How do you advocate to get financial support for yeah. your club? It's great skills to have. Right? right? You can do this, right. How do you, how do you, how do you go resources? to your superintendent right. and say, it only takes $1,500 to make a measurable impact by offering this club? And I know that number because during the pandemic, we had some money coming down through DOE to build social connection in a safe setting for mm -hmm. students. The safest setting was the outdoors. And social connection happens when you come together in a non-competitive way. And DOE was able to offer, you know, it just seems minuscule, 1500 bucks. And so Teamster Trails went from supporting an average of 40 schools to 84 that year. And I, I really like to emphasize that point yeah. that it does not take a lot. You already have the assets of transportation. You have these wonderful, caring teachers. We give you all the gear and the training. That's incredible. It looks like your leadership, uh, the Outdoor Leadership Conference registration fee is like minimal, <laughs> right? We're, we're, $35, $45 total, something like that. We're, we're trying not to that? give anyone an excuse yeah, not I to mean, come. Because, <laughs> right, we all go to professional development, myself included. I've never been to a conference for 35 bucks. Let's just say that out loud. Comes so, with lunch, too. It comes with <laughs> lunch, too. And then your overnight accommodations as well, which is a, what an additional amount. So 10 bucks. Yeah, $10. Yep. So that's just mm -hmm. incredible. Big, quick plug there. Uh, I looked at that as well, and I, I think that's incredible. So, you know, part of my job, I'll, I'll be sure to make sure that I, you know, post that and support that on our social media. Well, let but, me let me just give yeah. a wonderful shout out that Brunswick High School has mm. a fabulous outdoor club and they've had it for for a long time. Awesome. Yep. That's um, good. And Mr. Mer Mr. McCullough is the leader of the club and um, Miss Marion does it with him. Yeah, just Marion is yeah, she's great. new this good folks. this year and a wonderful outdoor in inspiration for many people. That's awesome. Um, Brunswick Junior high school, however, does not yet have uh, a Teens to Trails Outdoor Club. Quick plug there. We certainly would love to. They have participated in another program. Okay. Um, if, if I've got a minute, I'd love to say the two other ways that we work yeah. to get kids outside. Yeah, so outdoor clubs, we hit on the, on the primary one. The, um, the other two are the Life Happens Outside Challenge and Outdoor Explorers. So the Life Happens Outside Challenge will be in its third year. It's another way to give schools money to invest in outdoor programs, which are unfortunately often unfunded. Our last survey said that 77% of schools have no money for these outdoor clubs. Um, so we get corporate sponsorship and, the, and we re-gift that to schools. And all you have to do is spend as many minutes as possible for the final week of October outside. Okay. October 20th to the 27th, you I got see. It. Yeah. Yep. yep, and we have uh, graduates from Brunswick High School are building us an app right now so okay. that you can have an easy time tracker on your phone. Anything you want to do outside, from being at sports practice to walking the dog, doing some yard work, um, doing your homework outside. Certainly love it when teachers bring their class outside. We have kids who make forts and sleep outside to really get a bunch of extra minutes. And, and it's fun for us to 
to enforce this throughout the school community. So the students are earning points, as are every member of the faculty and staff of a school. It all contributes because we need those mentors and we all benefit. So that's the Life Happens Outside Challenge. Free to enter any middle school in the state of Maine. Just come on in and join the challenge. You can win a thousand bucks for outdoor programs. Okay, so the final one is called the Outdoor Explorers. And this we are spreading across Maine and it started right in Brunswick during the pandemic when Teens to Trails contacted the Brunswick Rec Department and said, tough times, like your rec center is awesome, but it's closed. Mm -hmm. So what programs are you offering to support students? And they really had nothing because their building was, was closed. And I said, well, can we offer an outdoor program? And it was in the winter and we structured it to be consistent with the type of programming that the rec center does, meaning it's a six week curriculum. You meet once a week for 90 minutes and we play outside. And it's offered in, with mentorship, leadership. So we have an older person and then a high school student co-leading the group. Mm -hmm. And it's for the middle school students. And we had a really great leadership team last year that met every Wednesday afternoon at the Brunswick Junior High. And they played right on that campus, which has so many fun places to explore going over the bridge, going to the outdoor classroom area, going along the challenge course, and lots of time spent in that fun stream. That's awesome. You've inspired me. We'll definitely um, reach out to our junior high folks. I can see that we have a, you know extended learning person there, Bonnie Robbins at the junior high, and Bonnie, I would think that this would be a perfect, or, or other people at the junior high, so we'll talk about that. Um, as we wrap up, What's the best way to get in touch? And anything you want to share about how to do that? So this is your opportunity to kind of give us a quick, um, and I'll put this in the uh, you know the, the notes of this as well. So how to get in touch with you? Go for it. Yeah, I would look right on our website, teamstotrails.org. Uh, lots of information there. And then if you have any questions or want to contact us personally, um, Samantha at teamstotrails.org is my email. And I love hearing from people and that have questions and are interested in starting outdoor clubs. And we can set up a Google Meet or a phone call and just kind of dive into it a little bit more. Um, but absolutely reach out. That's awesome. I mean, clearly the, uh, the research is that, you know, being outdoors is, is good for you, right? And that's, you know, reduces anxiety and just helps us through overall well-being. So this is really, you know, passionate uh, it's a neat circle of healing, too, because yeah. there's, there's a direct parallel between the rise in um, mental health issues mm -hmm. and the decline in sleep. Mm -hmm. And we're sleeping less because we're busier. There's higher expectations. There's far more distractions. And we have screens around us all the time that are designed to take our attention. And... Being physically active in the outdoors not only invigorates you, it gives you that honest tiredness that leads to a great night's sleep, which feeds your mental health and your whole body health. So we love running around and getting exhausted outside. That's awesome. You know, you started off today talking about not knowing what will spark that individual. And I think that's kind of, that really resonates with me. We, you just don't know in public education or any environment but particularly this is what we do education you don't know what's going to spark that that individual 5 10 20 years from now 
And, um, you know, I myself, I won't get good into my story, but I can have a similar story, right? There was something that kind of was like, hey, have you thought about, right? And that kind of was like my North Star for me as an, you know, as a young adult and then into an adult. And now here I am um, as a superintendent. So that's a, that's a good takeaway for me, I, reminding us and hopefully for our listeners as well to, you don't know if you're a teacher out there to really um, give it a try. And let's talk about that. So thanks for coming in today. Really appreciate that, both of you. Thank you. We're awesome. glad, to, glad to talk. We're so proud to be in Brunswick awesome. and support our home schools as much yeah. as we can. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you for listening to the Brunswick Buzz. The Brunswick Buzz is available wherever you find your podcast.